Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. episode of courtside fracas um i don't sound like Kay, so this is jordane i am hosting today in place of the boy he's given me a look right now that means that he's very not happy with this introduction but we're going with it we're going with it um in the stew right now we have Kay and shack uh, we don't have reams this week and we will be doing a slightly different um pod for you guys today just answering your listeners questions so thank you for submitting those before i start let me plug the socials go on <laughs> at courtside fracas on twitter at courtside fracas on instagram at courtside underscore fracas on the tiktok and when youtube decides to like us we'll be at courtside fracas on youtube too yeah it was good to keep going Introduce yourself. Oh, I said I'm Jordan already. Well, who are you to the pod? Oh, I'm, um, you know, the lovely camera girl. I'm the exec producer. There you go. As the guys like to call me. Um, yeah. How are we doing today, Kay? How was that for you? When will it stop? <laughs> Lord. Oh, I feel like everyone was, someone was breaking my leg, then unbreaking it, then breaking it again. But you did a great job. Wow, thank you so much. How are you today, Shaq? Better than better than Kay? Um, no. Okay then. <laughs> so this will be the first and last time that I introduce the pod. No, you're good, you're good, you're good, you're good, you're good. It's well, just um, you guys are haters. You just guys are it's haters. repetitions, yeah. you know, just like Can't. getting your shots up, you know. Working so it's on your form. of course. What? This is not what this pod is about. I mean, it is about hate, to be fair. She, yeah. You know, well, it's about basketball, so let's let's get into it. You know, cool. Let's Take the lead, executive producer. Go on, hostess with the mostess. Right, we've got two questions from at ruler of gap. Canelo, Canelo, sure. Um, did that D'Angelo Russell hot streak right before the trade deadline fool the Lakers into keeping him? I'll start with that. Go ahead. He didn't fool anybody into keeping him. Nobody wanted him anyway. Mm. That was the that was the point in hand. Like we know what D'Lo is. D'Lo it has his moments throughout the season, in the regular season especially, where he'll look serviceable. He'll have a few moments when he's in his groove, and again, those games never amount to much. And then ultimately, when it matters the most, and you need someone who can control the floor, 
in the playoffs when LeBron's not on the court or at least just hit open shots and be reliable, you find it's not him. So he didn't fool anybody. And because he didn't fool anybody because nobody wanted him. Yeah. Like it was a caramelised insanity. That's what it was. It was a little, little hot streak. How many games was it? Like three? Maybe four. I think he had four good games in a row. Four good games in a row. Like but he was smiling before taking a three-point shot, waving off LeBron and he's like sinking it. Like we can't complain. Like the confidence is nice, but I've seen what I've seen what it means in the playoffs and it doesn't mean anything. So. But like Kay said, I don't think it fooled anyone in the Lakers. I think it, the, the matter of fact is no one was trading for D'Lo or for the value that the Lakers would have wanted to get back for D'Lo. They would not be getting that. So, yeah, I wouldn't say it fooled anybody. Cool. Next question. Is G League Ignite doing more harm than good for the NBA prospects, e.g. like hurting their players' draft positions? You know what? I think that's going to be one that we're going to have to say for Reams. I I don't know nothing about the G League. I don't really pay much attention to the G League, to be very honest. But I can't say like it does good at the same time. I guess they're a platform, I guess. But it just feels like exhibition basketball more time. Yeah. It doesn't feel like... Again, I know in the G League, man, obviously travelling to places they want to be. And obviously playing with like NBA vets who are trying to get a contract back in the league. But I think from what I know of the Ignite, you just need to adjust the the play form slightly because right every game I've seen like I said it just looks like an open court I ain't watched none of it and again obviously the Thompson twins came from it oh yeah um, last year and obviously Scoot was also in it but but they had a great draft selection but yeah they had it's ain't hurting I want to say it's hurting draft picks but I don't think I I would say it's not the route for everyone but it's nice that there's an alternative for players of course as well I think one thing that it might have been with the introduction of these kind of things is that there's no one given way of how to get into the NBA anymore because you can do Europe, you can do G. Also, they're getting paid there as well, aren't they? Hundred percent. But now then, you've got the NIL, so all of a sudden they've kind, of like, they've kind of like taken some of the control back again. It makes it a bit shaky. But then with that though, because there's more routes to get into the N- NBA, it doesn't mean that the route you're gonna take is the one that's for you. Maybe that person should have stayed in college. Yeah. Or maybe that person should have gone to the G League Ignite. So I think it just gives them a chance to play can. basketball because a lot of these, funny enough, a lot of these top prospects, because the rule now is one year removed from school, right? Mm. So you have to be at least 18, one year removed. So the top most prospects who probably won't gain anything from going to college, I don't want to go, I want to earn good money. It makes sense for them, innit? And depending on how, like, who's looking after your career as such. But some people... It makes sense for them to be in the college basketball setting because, again, playing with certain coaches, playing with certain players, and that that's what works for them, isn't it? But, yeah, I think it's apples and oranges. It's two different things, and to be very honest, it's not the route for everyone, but it, of course, has its uses because I don't think school was going to end up going to college, but he said, cool, I'll get paid, and then make it in the NBA, of course. The same with the Thompson Twins. I think they probably had offers, and they just decided that was the best route for them. But yeah, I don't mind it. But at the same time, like, I don't really like what it looks like at the moment. Fair, fair. We've got some bozo ball questions. Oh, we love bozo. We ball. love some bozo ball. Bozo ball is um, it's popular. <laughs> it's popping. It's very very popular. Um, first one. Who is your bozo ball starting five in the league? Who's that question from? This was Ranch from Dingus. Ranch Dingus. Of course, he was from one of the biggest haters we know. 
Of course, bro. I think he's like Mr. the third. Mr. Pitstop Frackers. Yeah, like, um, so where do we start? So at the one. Bozo Bulls starting five. At the one. Are we doing this for all time or are we doing it for right now? Um, We can do both, to be fair. Let's, let's do right now. Right I, now, I, 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 I know who the number one is. Go on. Jordan Poole. Oh, yeah. He's at, he's at, he's at the two or the one. Lord have mercy. Is he at the two or the one? Put him at the one. Put him at the one. Okay. I want that, <laughs> that situation, man. It's, it's a shame because it's just testament to that situation matters. Because obviously when he had the system at the Warriors, it was working mm-hmm. for him. And then, of course, he was set up to start. And then Clay wasn't ready to be a bench player just yet. And then obviously, it just wasn't Look, working out. And then obviously, Draymond jabbed his jaw. The key thing with Jordan Poole that is, and I think it's a thing that people need to understand in NBA and in sports in general, is when you are playing in the Warriors and Steph Curry is your main man, they are going to guard Steph Curry with their get, life. They're going to get some. So you can get off as much as you need to. And some of the moves he was doing was nice. Like, I ain't going to lie. He was, like he he was hooping. big playoff games. Like, he's obviously a good player, but the, the, the situation just... I don't want to say that these players aren't professional, because they are, but I just don't think it's set up for him to succeed. Facts. He's not a leader as of yet. I don't think he ever will be. He's, one of, he's supposed to be a cog in the machine. And when defences now are structured around stopping you, what what can you do? When and that's when you have to step up. You're playing with no, that. yeah. You're playing with young players. You've not got He's a team a young full player. of vets around you. Like the oldest player on the team, like the biggest vet on that team is like Kyle Kuzma. No, just but Kyle Kuzma is a good player, but he's not someone that you think is going to lead a locker room in that sense. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. just he's he's also a player that should be part of a cog. Maybe Daniel than, Gafford. That's like where's crazy. So. See what I'm saying? So, Jordan Poole at the one. Jordan Poole's definitely at the one. Like, sorry, bro. Number two, Spencer. Yeah, that's delusional baller. Yeah, put Spencer at the two, man. I, got I might put Spencer at two. Spencer Dinwiddie. Mm. Pay me in Bitcoin. Yeah, for sure. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, pay me in Bitcoin. Yeah, pay yeah. me in Bitcoin. He's definitely bro. getting that. He's definitely, He's definitely just, just, just off the strength of pay me in crypto. 100%. Yo, you're at number two. I don't even know. And he that. tried to laugh at other people for doing for not doing what he's doing. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Fair play. Jail for you. Possible. <laughs> so, yeah, two. Spencer Dinwiddie at the two. At the three. Ooh, who's our bozo number three? <sighs> We might have to come back to the three. I'll come back to the three. I know, I know. unfortunately, unfortunately, just because of reputation, I know he's at the four. Who? Julius Randle. Oh, that's a great selection. Yeah, Julius Randle's at That four. is a great selection. I really like Julius, but I just think that's just, not even how he's playing this season, that's just of reputation. Is it Bozo Ball? Is it like Hero Ball that he tries to do too much? I don't much? think he's a Bozo, because obviously he's a good player. He just tries to do too much, but some might just say, that is Bozo Ball, unfortunately. So, Damn. you've actually got to go. Fair. I but think I know who I might have to five. But his reputation, because right now he's obviously playing well, bar the injury, he was playing well, working on the system. OG was there for him. Like, the team was working. So I don't, yeah, it's not really necessarily Bozo Ball. It's just like the hero ball just makes him look a bit dumb sometimes. So, yeah, unfortunately, Julius Randle be at the four. At the five, and it's, it's not even due to his talent. It's not even due to, it's, it's due to how he plays and um, the fact of the third quarter and the fourth quarter. Carl Anthony Towns, welcome. Carl Anthony Towns, welcome. Like, put the ball on the floor and do a move. Or when you're open, take a shot. But Carl Anthony Towns, you're hitting. Actually, you're... I would have put I would have put Dwight Powell there, you know. Nah. Oh, yeah, man. I'm Dwight, Dwight, Powell. Dwight Powell's a bit of a bozo, but it, the things I've seen from Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, the thing, difference is Carl Anthony Towns is actually good. So I hear that. But don't don't I make it worse? Yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess. With great power comes great responsibility. Or a bozo. Yeah, and then at the two, at the moment. Yeah, at the three. 
Or the threes, the three were missing. Yeah, the threes were missing. I don't, I don't even know. Kelly Oubre, you don't really play like that. Uh, Kerry, I can't give Kelly Oubre bows over a wood. Um, I don't really have a three. I, I can't lie to you. And <laughs> And's not a three, yeah, but I don't, I don't really I have could, a three. I could play you in that position if I need to. Um, I don't really... I don't, let me think, to be fair. Let me think of who would have been a prime That's a very... Shaq's in a fool. Mm. Is there more bows over questions whilst we're thinking about yeah. that? Yeah. Go on. Why does... Well, on Anne and Timberwolves, why does the Timberwolves bozo gene become very active towards the end of third quarters and early in the fourth? This was from eight Flavs. Flavs, my boy. Um, it's because they're young. Yes. We said it on, on the last pod. It's literally, they're young. And then when, you, when you're when you hot, you might be up by 20. You think it's going to be a walk around. You think, you think it's sweet. Instead of trying to go up by 40 and sit in the rest of the game, you start messing around. And before you know, it's a seven point game. Yep. And all of a sudden you're sweating too much. And they can't call a timeout because that gives the momentum. So, yeah, for me, it's just because they're young. I think it's just because they're young. And they're, they're, they're starting two players. They're starting leaders are both yeah, Carl Anthony Towns, who sometimes brain farts, and the smartest, unsmart man in the world is Anthony Edwards. So, yeah, it's him. And obviously, no one's looking too good bare for no, for no leadership on offense, even though he technically is a vet in his own right. So, yeah, I think it's just because they're young. That's I'd, just... Yeah, I put it down to age, and then again, what what will happen is like Mike Conley will take the ball, slow it down a little bit more. But then it's a weird one because when you're on that hot they're street, not young like the okay, like OKC, but they're young in the sense of like being front runners because they've been good for a couple of years now, at mm. the very least. It's just that now their best player is young, so it's about, and he's a two, so he's gonna chuck some shit and he's just gonna just see what sticks. Well, there you go. He's got age. That's it. Answer is age. Mm-hmm. Simple. And then on the Timberwolves from Cryptics K, Uncle T, should the Timberwolves be worried about Ant's injury? What is his injury at the moment? How long is he out for? How many I'm games is he? Well, you those same questions. <laughs> you should be knowing this stuff if you're asking us the questions. Yeah, okay then. Gosh. Um, I said it's not supposed to be serious, so. Anthony Edwards, no, he's still like game time decision. Um, he's questionable for left ankle soreness. He twisted his ankle on Tuesdays. They call it a Paul Pierce Contest. moment that he came. He came back off the came off the bench after post injury and played through the game. So if it's an ankle thing, I think it should be a couple of games. If that, it'll be like a week. He said, he said he shook off the injury on his. But he's, like he said, he's been down many times this year. So I think they shouldn't be worried. Like, they'll, they'll be fine. I think it'll probably result in the kill Walker Alexander like getting a couple also, more minutes. We're, we're, like, we're at 60, 60 second games now. Yeah. So it's getting into that time where guys are going to get nickels anyway. So it's better to have it now than in the playoffs. Than, than at 84. So, so yeah. yeah. No no need to worry. 84 being like two games into the playoffs. He'll be yeah. fine. He'll be fine. Yeah, no worries for me. Um, another question from Eight Flavs, and just to all the listeners, I'm really going to apologise because who knows what any of this means, but the boys will. So, <laughs> wow! wow. <laughs> if you want to ask what it means, we could maybe explain it. No, I'm sure it will be really um, self-explanatory. Go ahead. To all NBA knowledgeable people um outside of averaging 30.7 slash 11.2 slash 6.3 on 61.6 percent fg field goals percentage what more does giannis have to do to be considered a serious mvp candidate um 
His team needs to be better. And also, they've just they've been like three and seven or something since Doc's joined. Like, yeah. Like, fix that, bro. Your your team looks terrible. You're playing great is a thing. And also, he's been on his stuff this year. Like, he's actually playing very well, but he's been fighting a losing battle in a sense, though. To be fair, what's to say that What's to say that he's not a serious candidate? It's just that another person's preferred. I think that's just, that's M- just the case. He M- is a serious was the MVP. candidate. Let's be before real. this year, Embiid was the MVP, and now he's been ruled ineligible just because of his injury. The then, next in line was Jokic because he was performing at a better level anyway. And then after that, you got SGA who is performing at a great level as well, whilst his team's also performing with him at the helm. Like, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. They've won three on the spin. They're five and five in their last ten, and obviously Yanis is doing his thing right now. And obviously, I think the issue is. He's not getting the props just because Damian Lillard, as sad as it is, Damian Lillard's on his team. They're expecting Damian Lillard to do better, even though they're still the third seed in the East. We've been saying before, before even just before Doc came and obviously they sacked my man, they weren't looking that legitimate. So, again, Yanis is doing his thing. He's obviously a contender, but automatically I can think of at least three people that will be ahead of him. I'll give you something that could also be a big factor into it that we would look at, right? And I think it's getting used to certain players and what they can do. So when you look at um, what Yanis' MVP seasons were, they talk about how he was so dominant, how every game it was like you couldn't stop him on offense or on defense, he's stopping you. And like, I think we've gotten used to, he's still doing that, like the, like what the stats that Jordan just read out were. He's still doing that, but we're like, okay, but it's Yanis. And we say, yeah, it's but vote, it's Yanis. It's vote, it's fatigue, but yeah, in in this case as well, like he's being considered, but the fact is there's three players who would be ahead of him, or maybe even four. Yeah. There's, let's if I start now, there's Jokic. Okay. Um, Shea. Okay. There's, someone might, someone might even say Ant. Nah. But not for me, so some might say. I, I think there's another person before Ant. Um, what's his name? So, so I said Jokic, Shea. Luca. Luca. Tatum. You could, uh, yeah, I wouldn't. He's, put he's the best player in the best. Him. He don't get no love, but obviously he's the best player on the best team at the moment. Yeah, and he's given us like twenty seven. But there was a period when he wasn't the best player on that team, in in performance wise, which is why sure. I wouldn't put Tatum before that. But I'd give it to Giannis before Tatum. But yeah, they're nine and Boston are nine and one. Like again, like they're doing their thing, but I just I don't think Giannis has not been considered. It's just the fact that there was a favorite. He's now injured, and so the next in line is kind of just like taking that step. And like you said, also voter fatigue. We've seen what Yanis can do before, and people, and again, it's not diminishing what it is, but I think we just need to make peace with the fact that the MVP criteria changes every year. One hundred percent. And it's not a case of like every year. Oh, it's the best player on the best team. Is this? It's for this year. Who is the most valuable person? And you make the criteria based on that. Mm. And people should make peace with that rather than saying, oh yeah, but this person did this, this, and this this year. Criteria's changed, boy. Different season, different rules. Even though it's subconscious, that's just the way it is. So. In this case, he's just got to affirm that. Maybe last year, how he's playing, he could have been MVP. But right now, he's not. So He's technically having a better year this year. He is, exactly like I'm saying. But he could have been... He just doesn't, it just doesn't look as dominant as it was before. And that's where I, I think people just would look at other people that are saying, wow, wow, wow. Shining new toy effects. That's like, it. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, look at him. Like, he's nice. And I can't, I can't lie nice. to you. In two years, if he keeps doing the same stuff, Jokic won't be in those conversations. I think it happens to everybody. Yeah. People get... Like, I've seen people get complained. They complain at Steph because, oh, yeah, Steph made five threes in a game. That's normal. LeBron won what? No. LeBron won four in six years. Yeah. And he was about to do three in a row, and they gave it to D Rose, and they should, in my mind, they shouldn't have. Hey. So. It's things like that that can happen. So It's just life, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Next question from Uncle Anko. 
Uncle Anka, what's up? Um, on the Bucks, so relevant. If slash when Doc flops with the Bucks, can he officially stop being considered a great coach of all yeah, time? I think he was stopped and considered a great coach. Where would you ago. rank him amongst current coaches? You obviously touched on this last time you guys were all together, but any comments? So where would he rank amongst coaches? If I rank him amongst the coaches in the league, I I just I'm not a Doc with his fans, so he's very much near the bottom. Um, so in terms better, of him he's being not better than Missoula, he's not better than most. He's it, not better than Cavs coach. I, I, if there's 30 coaches in the league, he's around the 25 to 30 mark. Yeah, he's not better than he's not better. He's not better than bigger stuff. <laughs> he's not better than Tibbs as of now. He's definitely not better than Spo. 25 to 30 mark. Who's Philly's coach at the moment? Oh, I can't pronounce his name. I can't pronounce his name. I've got it here. I've got it here. Oh, Nick Nurse, easy. No, Philly's coach is Nick Nurse, allegedly. Oh, right. Sorry, wrong team. Philly's coach is Nick Nurse. Um, again, Indiana, my man, Carl out. No, I don't. I don't. Do what it is, yeah, with Doc. He's just lost a lot of like equity in the league. Is the, the person I was thinking? Sorry, the, um, Mark Dangout. Oh, Dangout. Yeah, Dangout. Yeah. Thunder. Yeah, coach. yeah, Doc, you're near the bottom. Um, yeah, Doc's just lost a lot of equity just from basically since the Clippers. And even though they, if, the thing is, yeah, they, they had good teams and they reached like conference semis and stuff, but the ways in which they flamed out was poor. And then there was Philly flaming out poor again there. Oh, wow, Philly was even post the Clippers. Mm-hmm. That's impact. Yo, so yeah, I needed what three years at, at, at he, he's bottled three. Um, th- he's bought three, three and one leads in playoffs. He's again, his legacy was built on that Boston Celtics ring, of course. And from there, it's actually been a shit show. So, and JJ was saying the thing of no accountability, and, and I don't necessarily agree because I don't necessarily agree because I know JJ don't like him in it. And I, but no, and but what when, it is. when you make a point again, he's like played what, for him. So. Like what JJ even said, and it's something that I say for a lot of people when they do these things is if you, if someone makes a point about, around something, and all your comebacks are just personal jabs, you've not addressed the point that was said, and it, no one has actually addressed the point that he doesn't take accountability for anything. He's just not as good. Every as he was. every time he's got to explain a situation as to why something happened legit he does not he says injury injury or this happened or i don't know why this happened you tell me and it's like that. Was bad the, the worst one i saw the worst one i remember in recent times i didn't I, I didn't really think he threw players on the bus before but then the worst one i remember is obviously the ben simmons one yeah where he's dashed him on the threw truck him straight on the bus and then hit him with another truck and then when he got up he just like shot him so yeah, it's for me like Doc's his he's actually done the leagues and he's Similar not a great Mark coach. Jackson. He's got a big reputation and I don't know why, but he's, he's got not a very big reputation. Coach. And the thing is, he's won a he's won a lot of games, but it hasn't really amounted to much. Like, and he always talks back to like the what what he did with his Orlando team and then what he did with Boston. But bro, Boston was in two thousand and seven. Yeah. Do you know how long ago that was? That's so long ago. We was in year seven, we bro. Year seven. I don't. I don't think I had autonomy of my haircuts back then, <laughs> bro. They, they. I used to get told what trim I'm getting when I'm in the chain. Mine was a one all over, bro. 2007. I was what? I was even. I was 16, and even then, again, no autonomy, bro. You, I was just about getting to the stage I could be like, "Mom, I'm getting this trim now," and she might say yes. Like that's so long ago. Like obviously, he's been in the NBA a while, but I think his after this job, he's gonna have to join Mr. Van Gundy on on the. Uh, on the broadcaster's bench but at the same time I don't want to hear his growth I don't even want to hear him in the broadcaster's (laughs) bench just retire bro and the thing is yeah they didn't give Mark Jackson another job and he'd done way better in a short space of time than this guy so yeah 
yeah, man, I'm good. I'm good. Um, to answer the question exactly, he shit. Understood. Yes. Thank you. Um, another question from last week from Ranch Dingus. Who? More hate. <laughs> I think this is a good question. Okay, actually. go on. Okay, sorry, Ranch. <laughs> Who's the player that surprised you? by their career recovery. Example, Dennis Smith Jr. becoming a good defender and reviving his career to stay in the league. Um, okay. We can go two answers on this for me. Okay. And it is going, tapping back to the um, most important, most improved player conversation of yeah. Kobe White. All right? Because there was a time when I thought this guy was just done. And... This year, you can see his value. He's very, very good. Very, very good player, and he's getting it done. But for me, let's get into that bias market right now. Duncan Robinson, I'm, I apologise. I've tried to trade you numerous times, and I will not stop. However, you have proved more and more to be more of a basketball player. Than, and his improvement, um, two years ago, we gave him a new contract because he was a three-point sniper that you can't stop, right? Um, just to explain to you. He's a great three-point shooter. Then he couldn't shoot. He couldn't defend to save his life. He couldn't defend me. And that's bad. Couldn't catch a plastic bag in the wind. He couldn't pass the ball for life. He couldn't dribble nothing. So we put him on the bench and he just fell down rotation on this big, big contract, which means we couldn't trade him. Um, this year, you've seen a lot. He puts the ball on the floor. He play makes. He gets the ball. He can still shoot. So you've got to step up on him to stop the shot, which means he's now going to the lane and doing layups. Like everything that you want from... I'd say like your fifth option scorer in your I team. Think like six, seven. So yeah, truly, like bro, he, get busy. He gives you the effort on defense. Now again, he still will concede because he is scrawny. You'd say he's not got the mass to like stop a lot of players. And he's not really athletic. Okay, he's but, white. Yeah, but effort can win you a lot of games, and he does a lot of that. And then even whilst Jimmy Butler's been out for the past, he was he missed the game last game for suspension. Yesterday he played. But the games that he's been out and even Tyler Harrow's been out, Don Robson's filled in and he's given you around about 16 points per game. Like he's, for me, a person that recovered it. And it took a year and a half to recover, but I'm I'm going to stay biased on that one. So, yeah. Um, Dennis Schroeder's one because he wasn't on his way out of the league, but his reputation was dwindling quick time. So much so that he... He was on. He was on the Hawks at a time when they were they had not really, not really any direction, and that was obviously pre Trey Young. And then he, I don't know what happened. I think he got a decent sized contract, and then just started falling down the rotation. Then he ended up at the Lakers, and then he got to the point where he was offered a hundred plus million dollar contract, mm. turned it down. But again, whatever, um, because he wanted to stay. And yeah, I think Dennis Schroeder's one who surprised me a bit. There's a few other guys who surprised me, but for different reasons as well. And this is like even thinking back, because obviously not players that are playing now. Guys like Sean Livingston. Like mm. obviously his knee was mashed up and what he is now. Or even guys like Brooke Lopez, like I remember him at the Nets. Yeah. And all of a sudden he's a defensive player of the year candidate. Like that doesn't just happen, you know what I'm saying? Another one there is Chris Porzingis. He's a weird one. He fell, down, he fell me. down the well. He hasn't surprised me because he's like seven three, and also you know why he hasn't surprised me? Yeah, he's had two like max contracts already. Yeah, but you got to remember that he had to play well just before those contracts were were there to be extended. But in New York, he was meant to be the unicorn. He's and meant then to be the unicorn. The man went bad. Injuries, injuries went bad, and then he ended up was it Dallas first or Washington first? 
Washington first. Is that Washington no, first? No, no, no. Dallas, then Washington. Dallas, and then what didn't get the ball there, didn't really enjoy it. Then it was that like, then it's like Washington revived his career a bit. And obviously now he's at the Celtics and he's seen as like the truth to their yeah. title aspirations. Oh my I just forgot. I scrap everything I've just said to this question. I know who it is. <laughs> who? I know who it is. Larry Markinen. Bro, I'm sorry. He wasn't on his way. He's still young though. So I, I don't really want I don't want to give a no, young guy. I, I sold my stock. A... In Chicago, he was one of my favourite players in the league. Like I was invested. I don't want to give it to like a young guy. I want to see I want to think no. like someone who was on their way out and I like, made it back. Do you know funny enough? I would never have thought you hate him. But at the, but at one point, people thought like this fat guy is never gonna Kyle make Lowry. it. I dare you say Kyle Lowry. <laughs> Fuck bro, you, man. Bro. Next question, bro. At one point, they thought this guy like what's what's going on? He's at like, Houston. He's not supposed. He's not looking after himself. Next question. Like he's supposed to be a guy, and then obviously, nah, bro. He's an NBA champ now. Chubbazoid. NBA champ. Yeah, yeah I hear it. Star, well like, him. Fuck him. Nope, 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 nope. You're in the K. Changed, changed his life. You're in the K. But Larry Markin is gonna be my answer. Cool. Question from. Sorry, I'm looking at all the questions. Thanks for putting all these questions in, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tommy Ajayi. Tommy Ajayi. Yep. Yep. Sure. Great. Resident. Resident. Um, this one, long question, but I think a good one. Um, good for you guys to think about. If you were the general manager for these six teams who would you have traded for at the trade deadline we'll start off with OKC or nobody okay you're playing great unless you wanted to trade for like a Duncan Robinson or something boo <laughs> like, boo maybe you wanted an Omer Yurtsevan I don't, okay, shit, see, I don't really know what they can really do to be fair without obviously having to give up a lot and kind of changing the whole their whole destiny for you this year you have such a young core I think it's keep that core together and, and see, see what, what happens they do. this year yeah see what happens this year in the and playoffs and even then mold around even next year I might not do anything either unless someone comes with a madness you either pay the guys that you have there and maybe just before the trade deadline if things are really popping you might say alright cool time to take the jump but yeah. even then I think, I, I think that's like, even jumping it too early. I might wait a couple of years. If I'm OKC, the only person I'm looking to really get rid of potentially Josh Giddy. But yeah, you know what I'm saying. He who shall not be named too much. So yeah, um, yeah. For them, I would I would actually wait a couple of years because they're in no rush. Obviously, the aim is to like win now. And I know Shay's Shay's not Shay. Shay's 25 or 24, 25. 24. Like, bro, there's no, there's genuinely no rush with the team this young. Like, I know there's always this win now thing, but they they can maybe look to get another point guard, maybe and um, move on Josh. And but they set they sorted at the center. Yep. They sorted at at the small forward. Yep. Point um power forward. They can again rotational options. No, Jaden Williams. So yeah, it's what. So, so I'm saying like sort sorted at center, sorted at power forward, sorted at small forward, um, sorted at shooting guard. The only place you'll maybe say they can maybe upgrade right now for what will be good for them is the point guard. And then no, the point co- is Shado. Like they play Giddy as the twos. It, I'm saying you got the shooting guard or the one to upgrade, but mm. that's the, the the guard that's not Shea. On top of that, the only thing that will stop this team from obviously making a trade is having to pay guys. Yeah. What's the next team? They'll Cavs. they'll get rid of Lou Dort. Nah. Cavs. Yeah. I think it's the same situation. Keep it the same. 
I think just see what you can do this season. I don't see much improvement on Jarrett Allen, Evan Mobley, Garland, um, Donovan Mitchell. Like you gotta remember that well, you, saw what, you saw what you saw last night. Uh, yeah, Struis with a buzzer beater. <laughs> but you gotta remember that with their team, they've just had injuries. Mobley's been out for a big stretch of the season. Then Allen was out for a little bit. Garland was out for a lot of the season. Yeah, let them and get look back where they into are. it, and, and they're still second. Yeah, let them get back into it and tell them to come crash out on New York and get some revenge. But yeah. yeah, there's nothing to really change for these teams. I think we need to get out the mindset of like winning now obviously it's a big thing for a lot of guys but i think that's just more like media and like the ring ring rings narrative like the process for some of these teams yep. is more important than just saying hey let's all get another big player to come and supplement what we've got and then shit it doesn't go to plan it crashes out Building how many times have we, how many times have we seen that when teams try to jump the gun and say crap we're going to do this and it never gets anywhere the clippers have done it we'll see what happens this year okc did it when they did uh when they had russ um Paul George and Carmelo didn't mm. didn't bang up. Carmelo was still very serviceable then. But Russ Russell obviously thing. Houston did it. Chris Paul, Rockets, and obviously then Russ ended up there. Before that as well. Um not even before that, after that, the Nets. You've now got KD, Kyrie, Harden. Did that work out? No. You've had the Lakers, LeBron, A D, and again the ghost of Westbrook. Did it work out? No. You've had LeBron and AD. It's worked out once yeah, in five you've years. You've got to remember, you got Levine, DeRozan. The like, Levine, DeRozan. It didn't like, work out. didn't work out. Like, the amount of times, and we've seen like, players come together and try and form these, or head offices try and form these teams that are very top heavy, and they just don't bang. And what we've seen in the last four or five years are teams that have drafted their talent, maybe traded well, but they've, the main player of most of these teams that have won the title is someone that they've drafted. Yeah. Look at last year's winners of who? The Nuggets. They drafted Jokic in the second, second round, round and they drafted and Jamal Murray five, six years ago. Before that, you had the Warriors, Steph, Clay, Draymond, the end of that dynasty. And then before that, you had um, Bucks, no. the Bucks, Yanis, uh, Middleton. Bro, Fair. so it's just, it, uh, to me, the stuff doesn't work and I don't know how many times we need to see it for them to be to finally accept that that shit doesn't work, man. It's like with, organically. With... About 10 minutes left. Fire out the other four teams. I'll say something quick. 76ers, Minnesota, Denver, and Orlando. So Minnesota, again, Reams has said it a lot. Try getting another guard like a Tyus Jones or something just to give a backup. Um, you say Denver? Mm. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep it the same. Yeah. Like, like with trade deadline, don't be hasty because you just want to get something done. Yeah, there's, like just there's actually no need for a lot crazy. of these things. Who's next? Orlando. Um, no, young core. I now can't lie. They're they're gonna come good. Pause. So yeah. And then seventy six. That was absolutely nuts. Absolutely outrageous. I won't forget this. Outrageous. I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, um, who's last one? Sorry. Seventy sixes. Embiid's in. You just got a bunch of old baggage of Batum and stuff like that to get hardened yeah, out yeah, of there. Yeah. I think your team needs to shift and adjust and see what the value is throughout this season. Well, no, because you're not winning nothing. So Embiid's out of there soon. So yeah, you're not winning nothing. So just leave it at that. So yeah. Um, could do one more question. Let's get let's get one more question. One more question. I'm done. One more question. Wow, you really put me on the spot. Like yeah, you've got to be ready. Okay, then. You see, wow. it works yet. Shots my job don't, my job don't look so easy Shots now, does it? Fired. My, my job don't look so easy now, does it? All of a While she is there um, looking for a question, guys, and it's been said plenty of times, but we are now going to put K on the spot. We need to find Jordana team. 
So a poll <laughs> will be put out at the same time as this audio will be put out for her to have a team. She has four lists teams. It was the Milwaukee Bucks. It was. We got this up. I freaking remember. It was Milwaukee Bucks. It was the Dallas Mavericks. It was Miami Heat. Let's put that one in there for sake of it. Haha. And then the fourth option is to stay with the Atlanta yeah, Hawks. Yeah, the to stay. I remember the Heat was one. So he said it wasn't yeah. going to run. No, she tried to do the Timberwolves, and you were like, "Yeah, that's oh. impossible." <laughs> um, so yeah, you got four teams there that she's going to need to to see if she's going to jump the bandwagon or stay with her team. Give like we're going to vote on this because you know. And the only reason I did this is just because I stopped watching them, and then Chat kept saying that they were doing really crap, and not to like glory hunt or whatever. I mean, you're glory hunting to pick teams that weren't like at the top top, but. The Timberwolves are likely she one of the best team. Anyway, so yeah, we're gonna do that. It's cool. Have you got a question? Um Yeah. Last one from Eight Flavs. Thanks for the questions, ma'am. Lots of questions. Appreciate it. Are the Celtics fools gold? Nah. They they can be legit. The problem that you have is I don't know if that dynamic works all the way to a chip. I think it just relies on fitness, really. And Chris Tubbs. Yeah. And that's it. I think it's, again, kind of like what we said about the Timberwolves, the young players, the mindset of getting it done, like taking yourself across that mile takes a little bit of experience. And I think the loss in the finals to the Warriors was a big experience for them. So I think this year it is chip or bust. Like you have to win or blow that shit up and get rid of Jalen Brown and then build around Tatum better than what you already have. I but, think they're legit, innit? I think they're actually legit. Yeah. I think getting out of the East is mad easy for them. It's just, if they've got enough. I think they're the best team in the league. It just has to just depends to see what Denver on. Whoa. Never. It depends what Denver on, isn't it? No, best team in the league. But yeah. Is it this them or Denver? No. Watch. When we trade, when we get some trades done. God. We're good. That's, that's not happening. Don't worry. But yeah, we're going to leave the outro to obviously Captain Fantastic, you know, executive producer Jordan. Before you do the outro, um, just so you know, this was a... There's been some technical difficulties with us, okay? Um, we are going to send out two audios back to back. So when, once you're done listening to this, there will be a second pod posted same day, maybe like an hour apart. And that will be us rolling out our um, court size top 25 players. Yes, we will tweet them as the cards are also made. But we want you to listen to the lists and also listen to what those people's lists sounded like. Please bear in mind this was at the start of the year. Of course, lists are fluid. I don't make the rules. K is trying to defend himself. Disclaimer, K is trying to defend himself. K is trying to defend himself. My top 10 was calm. After that, it was a free-for-all. It is a 20... Was it 20 or 25 that we done? 25. It was a 25 list. He only named 10 in the right order to an extent. So Exactly. After it was 10. After the top 10, it was a free-for-all. It's scary. So It was a free-for-all. They caught me on a loose day. I think I was at dinner. It was last minute. I just... We spoke about it for two weeks. So don't know what he's talking about. Priorities. My last list was jumping, though. So, yeah, we will get that audio out as well. So, please, once you're done listening to this, go to the next episode and listen we'll get some content out for you as well it's been a minute since we've done a few few videos but as i said technical difficulties um thank you for staying with us and being around and we love you lot for that so yeah do your ting dogs but um yeah let's go to this outro yeah so thank you everyone um no joking um no but still actually thank you for listening um as jack said we'll have two uh podcasts back to back so 
keep commenting, liking, subscribing if we ever get to YouTube with the te technical difficulties. Um, follow us on at Courtside Fracas on Twitter or mm -hmm. X, uh, at Courtside Fracas on Instagram and at Courtside underscore Fracas on TikTok. Yeah. Peace. Whoa. What? More. What was that? So Spotify... Oh, Apple podcast. It my trouble looks so easy now, does it? Oh, they're talking about them crazy. Podcasts available on all the popular podcasting platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Is that what it's called? I don't know. Yeah, it's actually Apple, Apple Podcasts. Podcast. I know yeah. Apple Podcasts ain't too interactive and that's yeah. so obviously forget no, the comments hey. on there. No, thirty-eight percent of our downloads are from Apple Podcasts. Right, that's what's up. Shout out to you, man, isn't it? Mm. Spotify, leave the reviews. Only five stars because I don't take constructive feedback well, especially when it's lies. So, yeah, we appreciate you. Thanks. Peace. Love. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this girl. <laughs> you think this is a game? You think this is a game or something? I I'm keeping this in. We're keeping this part in as well. I wasn't prepared. I want to stay behind the camera. <laughs> there was no camera on. It's yeah, just the audio recording. Not, not behind the big mic with the lights. Podcast Network.